Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. From Colorado Public Radio, this is Terra Firma. Hello, friends. I'm C. Marie Furman. Each episode of Terra Firma brings part of the natural world to life with a new insight to take with you. Come with me on this journey. This time to the Payette National Forest in Idaho. From here, on a ridgeline above the South Fork of the Salmon River, I can see the huge orange machine working on the slope across the drainage. I sit down among purple clarkia and scarlet paintbrush and watch. It feels like we are the only two in the forest, though beside me, my old dog pants and the birds, robin and pileated woodpecker are singing their morning songs. We are on a trail that is thousands of years old. Made by the indigenous people of this landscape, walked still by other indigenous beings, elk, coyote, wolf. This trail follows a ridgeline that goes deep into the Idaho wilderness. It has been all but forgotten is in places completely gone. But some, like the elk and wolves and I, still walk it. The road the tractor is on also went into the wilderness. It is one of hundreds of logging roads cut in the 1950s and 60s to make the removal of Ponderosa and Lodgepole possible. But these roads have been decommissioned, closed, and though, like the trail, some still use them, others have suffered because of them. Salmon, mostly in the rivers below. The sediment deposits from the old road make their spawning grounds less productive. But now, the tractor gathers earth from either side of the road and piles it onto the bed, erasing this old logging scar from the landscape. Though the tractor is huge, and presumably loud, I do not hear it or the sound of the giant maw. Perhaps the breeze carries the sound elsewhere, maybe downriver. The tractor, it seems, is working in silence. This is my favorite place on the Payette National Forest. Some combination of river, 
Steep hillsides, wide meadows, dense forests, spring flowers, and golden tamarack in the fall entrance me. That combined with the animals that gather here, from the swimming merganser with ducklings riding on her back, to the elk whose bugle excites the aspen leaf, the turkey buzzards, mink, raccoons, and bears, all of these create a wildness, a world I return to, even if only, if often, in my mind. A place that even now brings me peace. Wallace Stegner, in his wilderness letter, writes that we simply need wild country available to us. Even if we never do more than drive to its edge and look in, for it can be a means of reassuring ourselves of our sanity as creatures, a part of the geography of hope. Hope is why I have come to this place on the trail this morning to watch this tractor work at obliterating the logging road. This place, like many places in the West, has been altered from its natural state. In the dozen years that I have been coming here, I got used to a landscape cut with logging roads, accepted them as part of the geography, never assuming it would or even could be different. But there are those who could see a different landscape. Those who knew that what we had done to scar these mountainsides, to harm another species, could be undone. When I heard of this, I wanted to be a witness. It will take months, possibly years, to complete this project, to obliterate hundreds of miles of road, to replant trees and the ceanothus that thrives on inclines to scatter the seeds of Clarkia and Lupin, to make the hillside on the ravine across from me look like the one I am sitting on this morning. But it will be done. The wounds men make in the earth do not quickly heal, writes Stegner. Still, they are only wounds they aren't absolutely mortal. Better a wounded wilderness than none at all. And though it will take half a century for the wound to heal, it will. And there is a chance that another woman, a century after my passing, as in love as I am with this place, will sit in this same spot. It will be a quiet morning in summer, salmon thriving in the river below her. And in front of her, she will see a hillside so perfect, she could never imagine a road upon it.
This field recording was gathered by Jacob Job. I'm Seamarie Furman. Terra Firma is a production of Colorado Public Radio. My name is Rebecca Romberg, and I'm a producer on Terra Firma. That means I combine Seamarie's essays with Jacob's field recordings. And I want to take a moment to say thank you for listening to Terra Firma. If you love this show and you think other people would get something out of it, do us a favor. Like, rate, or review this podcast on your favorite podcast platform. It helps other people find Terra Firma. Thanks for listening, and thank you for supporting podcasts from Colorado Public Radio.